Welcome to the Smarty Podcast Series from Charlotte Smarty Pants, where we focus on all things parenting. We talk about everything from education, health, travel, beauty, fashion, and more. Join in on the discussion at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Star Room, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best parties in the QC the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Also amazing content creation. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com. Hi everyone, this is Jen Flem and Cheryl Perry with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks for joining us. We have a special guest here today, Joe Pagani, founder of the Go Gen Go Foundation, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing critical financial assistance to local individuals and families who are battling breast cancer. Uh, Joe is a smarty dad to two boys, ages 14 and 12. In February of 2014, after a seven-year battle, Joe lost his amazing wife, Jen Pagani, to inflammatory breast cancer. Jen Pagani was a powerhouse and local celebrity as she faced the fight of her life. Prior to cancer, she was also a celebrity at the Harris Y, kicking everyone's booty as a personal trainer, and was a two-time Ironman finisher. Like Everyone watched her from afar and was just in awe of her. She was a rock star, a true warrior, and we were proud to call her a friend. We're excited to help spread the work about all the work that you guys do at GoGenGo. Go. So here we go. Thanks for coming today. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll dive in and just talk about, tell us about the story behind the foundation and how you guys got started. Well, you know, when Jen was first diagnosed, we were, we were very fortunate to have a huge group of people behind us to help us. And, you know, right. the first thing people want to do is send you meals. Right. And Food. so yeah, we especially had, in the South. South. Yeah, that's right. And so we we had like five meals a day. And yeah. you know, the freezer was packed and all the friends around had yeah, too much. Yeah. And so uh, a friend of ours, Meredith, set up a take them a meal, you know, the mm-hmm. right. website. Mm-hmm. And that got signed up for three hundred and sixty five days in about wow. two weeks. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And it so is. people still wanted to help and they would send us gift cards like Trader Joe's and Harris Teeter and mm-hmm. Um, and our cup runneth over. Uh, so Jen would bring a stack of those gift cards into the infusion center when mm-hmm. she was getting chemo and give them to people who obviously needed some help. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome. I just got chills. That's I did amazing. too. It, that's it, so her. It just, it, you know, it just filled her with joy to be able to help people and the, the gratitude that she got from those people at that time, the small little gesture when they're fighting like that right. was impactful. And we realized that there was this huge community of people who wanted to give and a huge community of people who needed help. Right. And we could be the conduit between Mm -hmm. those two groups. So that's how it really started. Wow. And a little side note, um, we started Charlotte Smarty Pants at the same time. Our logos were pink and green. I lost another gen to um, lung cancer, non-smoker lung cancer, around the same time. So I connected with Jen that you probably don't even know this story, but I connected with Jen because people would confuse us. I'm Jen P. She's Jen P. We're pink and green. People would come up to me with the magnets, the Go Gen Go magnets. They're like, we saw your magnet. I'm like, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind (laughs) of. But but it was fun. And I got to know Jen um, probably towards, you know, the later part with um, all the runs, you know, all the Susan Comans and and such. So it was was neat to – to just watch her share everything mm-hmm. with so many people. Jen yeah. will forever be, because I grew up going to the Harris Y, and I mean, throughout young adulthood and early, and she will always be that amazing fit and shape 
Yeah. 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 I didn't she mean, never knew me. I didn't I know, know I didn't her at know all. Her it's days. just, you know, there's a couple trainers there that I will always think of as just like, un, you know, oh gosh, if I Timeless. could ever be yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's how I always. Well, and yeah. it was also like it hit close to home because she was so healthy and so, so healthy. Fit. So, yeah. yep. it, you know, it was like, I can't believe that happened to her. So. Um, well, tell us about, you know, how you guys evolved and what's, you know, what's on the horizon, like what's now? Well, you know, we went from, we went from that and uh, realized that that was something that we could be affecting the community in a positive way if we put some, um, some foundation around it and organization around it. Uh, we got a, one of my friends at the end of the year gave us a large check um, and I realized that we needed to be a 5013C we're getting right, you know right. so we put some uh, we put some rules around it and some foundation to it so that we could be bigger than just giving out gift cards and yeah. things like that and so in the early days we were very nimble people would come to us through the Novant system the Buddy Kemp house through mm-hmm. um, through some of the other cancer organizations the Levine Center and uh, Susan Komen people would find out about it our assistants and they'd call us and we'd talk for a little while and we'd send them some money every month and mm-hmm. so it was very it was very relaxed and, and as we started to grow we needed to put a little structure around that and have mm-hmm. you know some some um, verification of of treatment and things like that and but I remember distinctly one day I was I would receive the phone calls from people in need at that time and I was at a convention in Dallas, Texas on the floor and somebody rang and I answered it and it was a woman who was going through breast cancer and going through chemo and she was home and she heard about Go Gen Go and she asked if we could help with her Duke power bill and this was in January and she said they'd cut off her power and oh she gosh. was using a heating pad before they cut off her power because she didn't want to use much power because she knew she wasn't going to be able to pay for it. So she was using a heating pad in her apartment with all her blankets on top of her heating pad. This was a woman who was going through chemotherapy and trying not to use electricity. So I got her Duke Power number and I called them up and on my personal credit card I just said do all the past due do this month and then do six months ahead yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know I called her back and I said this is what I've done and she was just there was just dead silence on the phone and you know it gets me emotional she yes. started crying and yeah and I realized how just a little thing like that it was a total of you know four hundred dollars for six months of right of yeah. power bills could change somebody's life while they're fighting and that distraction of not being able to pay a power bill instead of I know. concentrating on Getting keeping better. yourself healthy and you know surviving chemo, so that's how it evolved. Those those stories of small assistance, monthly assistance, to help people just stay afloat and get through the chemo stages and right. then healthy enough to go back to work and start making money again. Because we're not we're helping people who have jobs have health insurance. And, you know, are contributing to society, but they they fall underwater right away as soon as that That's the scary part. That's one of the scariest parts. Aside from, you know, facing the battle of your life, it's how expensive it is and how do families, how do families do it? I mean, I'm blessed that I I haven't had to face that, but it's terrifying that the thought of as soon as you have a diagnosis like that, if you don't have good insurance, 
even if you do. Yeah, even if you do, those co-pays and Mm -hmm. uh, co-insurance and deductibles and things like that, you know, people, especially with a um, $90,000 for one chemo session kind of bill, you know, Mm -hmm. it's outrageous. And it the co-pays and deductibles and things on such a big number is a big thing right. for most households who don't have two months income put away or right. you know a savings they don't have cash like yeah um and it's it's a horrible reflection on our medical system right now our insurance system but it's it's the reality, it's the reality. is most of your work local yes we try to keep it all within the nine counties surrounding mm-hmm. mecklenburg Mm-hmm. Um, just so that we have, you know, some focus and because and, yeah. um, and, we're, you know, we have more applications than we can help people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. How many, so how many families are you serving? I think right now we have 29 families on monthly stipends. Right. And, you know, wow. that, that rotates in and out right. um, depending on how much they need each month. And our, we have a budget every month that we can hand out. And um, it's been growing every year. And so we've helped hundreds and hundreds of families over the past eight years. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It really is. So one of, what are some of the ways that you guys fundraise? How can people get involved? Well, our biggest fundraiser is the Run Gen Run event, and that's usually held over at Symphony Park in the Dick's parking lot at South Park Mall. And that's where it starts. It's a big festival. It has food trucks and bounce houses and all you know that's kinds awesome. of fun things. And uh, but it's a little five k. Uh, right around that South Park area. That's our biggest fundraiser, and that's always the first Saturday in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have a Cheers Gen Cheers in October, which we that's go fun. to a brewery and we watch an away Panthers game on big screen TVs, kind of tailgate, and we have yeah. a that's silent cute. auction and a live auction at that. Neat. So that's a, you know, a good balance with the spring and fall. Yeah. So those are our two big two events big that we yeah. host. Mm-hmm. But we have a a great group of other foundations in the area who support us uh, immensely, and that's um, the All In to Fight Cancer Tournament, which is a poker tournament. Mm-hmm. And, and that's here in Charlotte? That's, that's here in Charlotte, okay. yep. It was just this this November, um, most recently, and it was a tremendously successful event. And uh, then we're also beneficiaries of the 24 Hours of Booty. Oh, nice. Right. So the 24 Foundation has, that's has great. been a big supporter of us for many years. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed, because um, just as a side, all three of us have boys at the same middle school, mm-hmm. and um, Joe's and my two boys are the same age, same grades, and they're friends. And they've been talking about the 5K my boys have and how they want to do it. And I just love that it's being passed in the next generation. Yeah. And there's yeah. like chatter at the school, at the middle school, about everyone doing this race. And I just think it is so impactful. And I don't know, it's just really cool because the race has been going on for so long. For adults, we notice it, but it's just really neat to see. That's a good point. Yeah, it is nice really to cool. see the kids talking yeah. about it and getting excited about yeah. it. Yeah, I love and to it. share, like, mm-hmm. um, the first time I saw that was on one of my boys' um, social media stories. And it yeah. was like, and it was just like, it was just like the Go Gen Go sign or something. And it just, it brought a tear to me. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's so cute. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's really neat. Mm-hmm, well, and, and what kind of volunteer opportunities, like needs do you have for like teenagers or any, any moms and dads who are interested? Yeah, we definitely have a need for volunteers for the Run Gen Run. Um, on the website, there's a place to click on for volunteers and to sign up. But all throughout the race, you know, people that um, uh, help us set up, people who help us distribute water, 
Uh, there's a hundred different ways that we can use volunteers for that event. Okay. And then we also use volunteers for the for the fall event just to help us organize the auction and get everything going. Um, and and then, donations from mm-hmm. businesses. Yes. Yeah. Now, definitely donations from businesses are very helpful. Sponsorships like, for the events. Right. Okay. Um, and in the in the um, holiday season, we also do an effort called Spread the Joy. And that's not a fundraising event, but it's a great event for volunteers, especially for children, where we get uh, lists of um, wish lists for Christmas gifts from families who are fighting cancer. And it doesn't have to be breast cancer, any cancer. So we, we get that from the cancer community, again, the Levine Center and the Buddy okay. Kemp House. And we, um, we fulfill all those families' wish lists. Um, and we have a wrapping party and wrap everything up and group them into big groups. And then we deliver them to the, to the families in need right before Christmas. Um, and it is just an amazing, amazing yeah. thing. You just see such joy and such gratitude delivering to very, very poor parts of Charlotte, mm-hmm. people who otherwise would not have a Christmas for their children right. at all. Um, so that's a great opportunity for kids to volunteer and, and feel that they're doing something really impactful. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds great. So what what do you see next, like in the next five years for Go Gen Go? Like what's on the horizon with that? You know, we've talked about a lot of different things, but our our mission right now is a mission that's not being addressed and it's not our niche is not being addressed by anybody else. So I would really love to just continue along the same road in just a bigger, bigger. I'd love to reach 100 families a month mm-hmm. in, because they're out there. They're, we have to turn down families every single month because of budget reasons. And I'd, right. I'd love to reach as many families as we can and help them through cancer. Are most of your families breast cancer? We do families? limit that okay. to breast cancer mm-hmm. for, the, uh, for the financial help. Okay. But in, the, in that spread the joy effort, mm-hmm. it's, it's anybody everybody. who's in need. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of Claire's Army. I was thinking that the whole time. Pediatric. Do you know Emily Ratliff? Yes. Yeah, yeah yep. she's so sweet. We've Absolutely. had her on. We, we have. She's wonderful. And they do the same thing in the pediatric yeah. realm mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. and, and specifically Hyper-local. talked about mm-hmm. power cutting off. And we were yes. like, do yeah. power, please help. You know, I know. Get her mm-hmm. Um, but it was a great story, and yeah. you guys should connect. Um, so, how are your boys? Thank you for asking. They are great. They um, they are well adjusted. Mm-hmm. Jen did a great job of you know we had six and a half years to help them understand what was happening. It wasn't a sudden thing, so we were right. blessed with that mm-hmm. at least. Um, how old were they when? So Luca was two months old, and Rocco was 22 months old. When she was, when she was diagnosed. When she was diagnosed. Okay. Uh, and so and then flash seven forward, years later. yeah, six and six and eight when she passed, um, she was given a one-year prognosis from Duke, which nobody, you know, in the cancer industry, they just don't, they don't want to tell you anything. You you have a year left. They don't say that anymore right. at all. Right. But she was very uh, persistent and you know, kind of forced the doctor. Um, and he said, well, I haven't had anybody with this diagnosis live past a year. I'm going to tell you that. So we took that as one year. Right. Um, but like you say, her fitness and her determination right. and her, her strength um, let her go through about 17 different types of 
chemo, radiation, and experimental therapy wow. through those six and a half years. Um, and she would run and bike and swim during chemo as much as she could. There were a few chemo regimens that would really knock right. her out. But she wanted the boys to be old enough to remember her. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. she wasn't going to let one year be, be the be the number. Be it, yeah. So that helped the boys tremendously. We did mm-hmm. a lot of trips, and you know, we did a lot of bucket list items, and went to went to Italy, and went to Disney World, went out west, and we did as many things as we possibly could with the time that we had, and I think that gave the boys a good foundation mm-hmm. of who their mom was. Um, yeah. So they. Uh, they're very strong and they're very resilient and uh, and they're very happy we talk about jen every day um that's so great yeah we talk about her car when we see a car that's similar and you know everything like that so it's it's very positive Mm -hmm. that's good and so for luca luca was six and that's probably like his first formative memories which is great yeah you know like his mom yep his mom who was a warrior she was a warrior she Um, was the warrior, yeah, she like was. the biggest warrior mm-hmm. ever. So yeah, he he definitely and he's inherited much of her athletic ability. That's cool. Um, so what are we, his sports? So he just found himself. He was always such an amazing athlete, super fast and and great. But he just had performance anxiety issues mm-hmm. and was always shy about it. And this year at Holy Trinity, playing sixth grade football. And done. I'll do it. <laughs> I didn't really want full contact football, but yeah. he really wanted to play, and I was terrified that he was going to have that same anxiety. Um, but something, a, a, a switch flipped in him. It's awesome. And, and he, he loves it. He just loved it. And now all he wants to do is football. Oh, that's he's yeah. had tremendous success there, and he's like, nope, no lacrosse, no yeah. soccer. Football's I mean, yeah. my sport. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And Rocco's awesome. football, too. He yeah, Rocco's football. football, too. Now, Rocco has a an incredible um, swagger Yeah. that nothing mm-hmm. gets him down, and he's never been shy, and he's never had any anxiety. And so okay. they're just very well, he's opposite. He's the older one. He yeah. Has to, yeah. yeah. So Luca I, is so cute and so polite. And they like are just, polite. So polite. I have to yeah. say, like, in, yeah. the best mannered children mm-hmm. ever. For real. For sure. For real. Thank you. That's very sweet. I, yeah. I, every time I'm like, Owen, did you hear him say I know. ma'am? <laughs> exactly. That's what ma'am, I said, Ma'am, I heard too. ma'am come out. He's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. It's great news. And we'll continue to follow your journey and um, let us know in any capacity how we can help. And for Smarty Charlotte, you can find GoGenGo at GoGenGo.org and on social media on Facebook, GoGenGo um, and Instagram at Go underscore Gen underscore Go. And find us daily, our conversations on CharlotteSmartyPants.com and on social at CharlotteSmartyPants and Twitter at CharlotteSmarty. Thanks so much for listening to our Smarty podcast. You can always join in on the conversation at CharlotteSmartyPants.com. The Smarty Podcast series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com.